0: Welcome to Board Chitless, a brand new podcast following the weekly adventures of an unlikely band of heroes into the murky world of board gaming. I'm Alexis Williams and as always I'm joined this week by Tristan Hall and Sam Lawton. This week's episode is sponsored by Gloom of Killforth, a fantasy quest game. Gloom of Killforth is an immersive RPG experience for one to four players that's great to play solo, competitive or cooperatively. Visit allornothingproductions.co.uk for more information or to purchase a pre order copy now. Tonight we've been playing Above and Below and finishing off with Scythe. I say, finishing off like it's a quick thing, it took us ages. I did very badly indeed. We're just going to go round the table and give you some impressions on how we did this evening. Above and Below, I won, which is excellent. I think it's a really sort of solid introductory worker placement style game. You're just a building above ground, making a village, building below ground and adventuring through various caverns. It's a bit of an Arabian night style vibe with they tell each other some stories, very thematic. I got invested quite heavily in it. Um, mind me saying that with a positive outlook
1: because I won it? Not sure. I find the game to be very sort of simplistic for a non game as an introduction game. It's quite thematic, but the end game does creep up on you pretty fast if you're not paying attention to what's going on and suddenly you can have won or lost without realising it. I like the Arabian Night aspect, the uh, miscellaneous book of mystery. <laughs> and the, the book of tales, and the theme's quite, quite in-depth with the stories and things. But again, it's a sort of a quick-fire game, but it's good fun all around.
2: I'm Tristan, and um, I'm a bit of a fan of Ryan Lockhart. I'm jealous of the guy who can illustrate and design his own games and do both really well. The look of Above and Below, the visual look, is really pretty cool, pretty neat. I prefer his artwork on the ancient world, and I think I prefer the ancient world as a game, to be honest. I think thematically it's more interesting, taking out the big titans and stuff. What I really enjoyed about Above and Below is, as has already been mentioned, the the (laughs) storybook. Playing it with my little boy as well, he really gets involved. And I think what Sam said about it being a simplistic game is pretty spot on. It's a sort of standard worker placement, but the storytelling aspect of it just sort of helps lift it a little bit, give it a bit more theme and unpredictability. Although I think the reason Lucky won is that I got boned by too many adventures <laughs> and it had nothing to do with skill. <laughs> it was just luck. Um, I'm only kidding. It's a great little game, good-looking game, and I'd like to play it more often. On to Scythe, starting with Leckie.
0: Yeah, Scythe felt like... We went on for quite a while probably did it's not the fastest game in the world but at the same time it probably plays in half the time as some massive like clips my first impressions well second time i've played it third time i've played it actually um first time i felt i actually made any headway with the game and I'm got the systems working anywhere near like they should have been making some nice efficient moves getting an actual strategy together and managing to execute that partially before i Forgot what I was doing and got sidetracked with some side quests. I felt like I was getting on really well with it. Picking up quite a few victory points here and there. And then the end of the game came and I realised that I'd not paid any attention whatsoever to the cheeky build monuments around tunnels and get loads of points card. Which Sam and Tristan obviously didn't ignore. And... I thought I came second in the game, but it turned out I lost quite embarrassingly by Sam, who didn't appear to have any pieces on the board until the last two turns. So you could call it a case of sour grapes, (laughs) but I think you really have to pay attention with Scythe to where your, first of all, your special abilities, where are you going to get the most value for money out of your deployments, and also what the hell has just been put down on the game board and how are you going to get the most victory points out of that. As a game I'd rate it in probably it'd easily make my, I think it'd make my top 10. Yeah. I say easily? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate it out of 10? Um, out of 10 I'd give Scythe I'd, I'd go 8. I'd give it an 8. If Eclipse is a 10 out of 10 then Cyve is definitely an 8.
2: And what about
0: Above and Below? Above and Below I'd be far less generous. It's much easier to play. It's a lovely artwork and thematically lovely, but I think it's about a 6 out of 10. I'd play it with my not-so-gamer friends at a dinner party in order to get them into the hobby, but I wouldn't waste my time at an all-day gaming convention with it, at all.
1: Okay. Scythe, to me, is a thing of beauty. I love the artwork from Jacob Wazowski. I always have done for many years, and I think this game is a reflection of that In the game we played today, I thought I was doing terribly. I made no progress, couldn't get an engine to work, forgot how to play and then somehow in the last turn managed to come second by beating Lucky by a whole point which he's still bitter about to this day. (laughs) I love the game. Uh, I love how it's asymmetrical. It's one of my favourite things. Uh, Asymmetrical four axes is just a thing that I love these days. Along with the the pieces, the gameplay, everything works well. It still falls by the wayside to Eclipse for me, but then again, so do most games. I'm putting it up there, eight and a half, similar to Lucky score. I'd happily get this out a lot more than we do. It needs to see a lot more playtime than it does. All the extra rules and mechanics will start to fill in a lot better and the theme will tie up a lot more. Above and below doesn't score as highly for me. I wouldn't even give it a six to be honest. It's a little bit too simplistic for me as a more advanced gamer I'd say. So maybe a four, but I'd quite happily play it with uh, younger people or people who are new to the genre, you know. Not not gates the game, it's just not one I would proactively bring to the table in our regular group.
2: I shamelessly love Scythe after about one play when the mechanics finally digested into my head. Um I think it's brilliant. It's got a great marriage of Euro and thematic mechanics. The art is amazing to die for. All the components, it's component porn for me. The board looks great. The cards are great. The visuals are fantastic in the actual art. But one thing I really appreciate is the cleanness of the mechanics and the fact that you're just taking one action every turn and you've got to capitalise that. And there's very little downtime, really, because you're actively involved in what other people are doing and you're getting the benefits from the lower-tier actions if they have enlisted. There's not such a reliance on wiping each other out with combat like there is in Eclipse, which is a double-edged sword for me because there's nothing like wiping somebody else off the map. But I also like that inside you can't just do that to claim victory. You have to be. You have to build your engine as well, and I think getting that balance is really tricky but fun. I like the adventure aspect of it with the characters going around exploring having adventures. The variable powers are amazing because every single time you play it's different. Your combination compared to the other players' combinations is all off the charts and loads of variability in there. And I would probably give this a 9 or a 10 out of 10. It's that good. I love it. And I would play it every week. Um, although Eclipse is a 10 out of 10, so it would probably have to be a 9. the <laughs> five. love it. With regards to above and below, I do enjoy it, but I get what... Sam and Lecky said about not really playing it with gamer gamers. Like, we're fairly hardcore, so it probably wouldn't get as much playtime. It's a fantastic game to play with the family and with my
0: little boy and with people who don't game a lot. So, with that in mind, I give it a six or a seven. <laughs> it might be blatantly obvious by now what our favorite board game actually is. Um, if any listeners want to have a guess and put it in the comment section below, we'll give the first right answer a Mars Bar. How about that for a giveaway? Thank you very much for listening to us this week. We'll be back next week with more games of some description. We'll try and work it out between now and then. But thank you very much for listening. Until next week, goodbye.